up, guys? Welcome back to With Love Conversations. You have your host. Th- that sounded like a fucking boxing MMA <laughs> introduction. <laughs> and in our right corner, we got our host, Brooke Leswood. In our left corner, we have you Hugh have Hefner. <laughs> we about to go off. Guys, we're going off today. We're going off about one of our most favorite topics, and uh, that's high school. <laughs> like, we're definitely going to be those old bitches that are constantly like, dude, remember when? Like, when I left the entire alcohol basket from your house on the... Oh, my gosh. And your mom calls. Literally. Um, are you guys drunk? You're like, like, no. They're like, then why was the alcohol basket out? I was like... Oh, well, talk to Brooke about that. <laughs> and so I get on the phone. I'm like, hey, Tara, how's it going? Like, I'm all happy to fucking go lucky. She's like, um, are you guys drunk? I'm like, no, not at all. Well, why is my alcohol out on the counter? And I was like, okay, well, you know, gave her the whole spiel. Yeah, we did. We took just a little bit. We're okay. Like, we're safe. She's like, nope. Hangs up. Five minutes later, my parents show up. At McDonald's. At McDonald's, where we were. So at first we went to the carnival and then we walked with a group of friends to McDonald's. So how they found us, I have no fucking idea. Remember? Uh, what's his name? He was like, dude, uh, I think your dad's here. Oh, like, yeah. What? what? And we turn around and there's Gary and Michelle. <laughs> they fucking walk in. Everyone's like, what's up, Gary? My dad's like, uh-uh. He's like, get in the fucking truck. I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah. Well, they took us both out. Yeah. Do you remember that? And then your dad was like yelling at both of us. And then they took you and then they're like, you can stay. So I stayed. <laughs> yeah, I was effed. I'm like, <laughs> they yell at me and they're like, hey, go the fuck back inside. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. This, uh, what is going on? Number one. Today, we just kind of wanted to hop on, get a little loose, and tell you about like some of our fun, silly past stories that have kind of shaped us into who we are now in like the weirdest fucking way possible. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be super fun. We are most definitely coffee drunk right now. All right, Morg. So why don't you tell the listeners one of your favorite stories about maybe our friendship in high school so my favorite story that i always tell not always like i just don't randomly bring it up it's the story about our back to school dance our sophomore year so our sophomore year well in high school every year we had this like back to school dance and at this particular one it was like a stoplight dance or something like that right and it's like it was outside and you start at one part of like the parking lot or the high school and then like the music will go and you'll dance and then once it stops you have to find the other speaker where the music is and that would be like the new dancing section basically so i don't really know just kids dancing their asses off and then running around the high school to try to find the next speaker so when you mix that with a little bit of booze oh my god it gets a little with some with some little alky alky we get a little crazy. So, of course, we stole alcohol from our parents' um, wonderful alcohol cabinet. So, we are pretty litty titty at this high school dance. And mind you, a lot of people were. Like, this particular dance was 
fucking crazy. It really was. I was like, holy shit, everyone's on the same level right now. <laughs> yeah, it like got super crazy. A whole bunch of people were drunk. There was fights breaking out. People were having sex on the lawn. Like, I mean, it was wild. <laughs> People were going off, dude. But there was fights and every um yeah. like every time the music would stop, a fight yeah. would break out. Like I don't know what yeah. the fuck was going on. I don't know what was in the water in Spring Creek that night, but <laughs> damn. Yeah, we weren't all there to really know the details of that, but <laughs> so the cops got called and someone ratted us out. And so Brooke, she was there. I had left with the boyfriend I had at the time and we went off to do our own little thing so I was getting hella missed calls and I was like what the fuck is going on so I finally answered and one of our good friends at the time was like dude where are you I'm like dude I'm with you know so and so and she's like the cops are looking for you I was like again what the fuck <laughs> I guess why are they wanting to know where I'm at? And they're like, the dance got busted, blah, blah, blah. Brooke's going to jail. And I was like, Brooke's going to jail? What the fuck? And Brooke can tell her experience through that. But so I got called. And then I started getting a call from my mom. And my mom calls me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And for those of you who knew my mom when I was in high school, you know she was um, very protective. We'll say that. And um, she was like, the cops are here looking for you what the fuck is going on and I was like what the hell so I had my boyfriend at the time bring me home and the cop was there standing outside waiting for me with my mom and she has her hands crossed she's all crying she's like I can't believe I did not raise you this way <laughs> and the cop was like I need to give you a breathalyzer and that's how I'm like doing the breathalyzer and my mom was like I cannot believe I'm watching this right now <laughs> my own daughter getting breathalyzed on my front lawn by a fucking police officer <laughs> I was like, sorry, mom, I don't know. And so I blew a zero because I obviously got sober up until that point. So I obviously got in a shit ton of trouble once the cop left. And Brooke, tell your experience to that. Hanging on the edge of your seat about my experience. <laughs> and oh you're wondering why, why the fuck is Brooke the only one that got arrested? You guys, I will never know the answer to that question. <laughs> It was absolutely bullshit, to be completely honest. But you know what? I embraced the situation and uh, got handcuffed in front of my entire high school and uh, spent about 15 hours in a cold white cell and waited for my mom to come pick me up. She wanted me in there for the max amount of time. My dad wanted to come pick me up instantly. He's like, yeah, like, whatever we got to do, like, let's go get her. And my mom was like, fuck that. She's staying in there for as long as she could stay. And so she came and picked me up. It was like, you know, 6 a.m. When I got to the house, my door was taken off the off of my bedroom. So I was like, oh, maybe uh, construction's going on. I don't know. Construction in your room? Walk into my room. All of my clothes are out of my closet. All I have is like my sweats, my snow pants, my fucking... Like just, you know, my, my comfy clothes. Walk into the bathroom and all my makeup was gone. All of my hot tools were gone. My blow dryer, my curling iron. And if you knew me in high school, a day without a fucking curling iron and makeup, my life was over. Without also straightening your hair and poofing the fuck out of your hair. 
pooping it. That was my mom's way of grounding me. I was obviously grounded for like, whatever, three months. Didn't have a phone that entire time. And I had to take the bus to school, which was actually the worst punishment of all. But holy shit, that was an experience for sure. And it's definitely something that we can laugh about now. <laughs> but at the time, it was scary. But dude, tell your experience, like, how was it in jail? I mean, you guys, I didn't get the full jail experience, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it was pretty mediocre. The, like, You're like, I came out with tattoos on my face, <laughs> I got braided up. No, I. the worst part about it was they wanted to cut off all my jewelry, and in high school, I was always like, I always had bracelets that were on my wrist for like years and years at a time like they were super special to me and they cut off they had to cut off all my bracelets so that was super shitty but other than that they didn't give me any water which was gay and like <laughs> what yeah you're cut off from the water supply yeah and i was super confused about that because they couldn't release me until i blew a zero and like i was wasted and so they didn't give me water they didn't give me anything i just had to like oh in jail i yeah. thought you were talking about your fucking parents oh my god no <laughs> no, 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 i thought you were still talking about all this shit that they took away from you no i was like they took away your water supply dude what <laughs> No, that was in jail. So, yeah, I didn't have to, like, you know, wear this whole fucking costume and, like, you know, do... Oh, I did take a mugshot, and I didn't smile because I'm like, if anyone sees this, like, I want to look badass. Oh, my God, you would think that. Yeah. So, that was my experience. Um, like I said, I got in huge trouble. And, yeah, that was fun. But to be honest, the after effect was a little bit fun. So, we all got suspended, well not all, but like me, Brooke, and our other friend got suspended for three days. We were not allowed to go to the football games, but you bet your ass that we definitely snuck in. <laughs> we would not miss the football games. And um, we had to do community service and we had to go to AA. One of my community services, I worked at a church. <laughs> And my dad was like, I don't know why you're doing that. If you walk in, you're going to burn. I'm like, Jesus, that savage. And then our other community service, me, Brooke, and our other friend worked together, and we helped out with the middle school track. And we got to drive around a golf cart. Brooke almost ran over a child. He ran right in front of we Honestly, he did. Remember? We were like, yeah. Are you trying to kill yourself? You're like, what the fuck, dude? He's like, I'm sorry. He's like, what? And then um, we had to do our AA classes. And our AA classes were fucking fun, dude. We would go there. So it was also during open gym practice, like pre-basketball season. And so we'd go to open gym. Then after, we'd be like, hey, guys, you have to go to AA now. <laughs> and go to our AA classes after open gym. They're like, why do you keep laughing in AA classes? I'm like, because our parents had to come with us. Yeah, we had to have one parent have to attend each AA class that we went to in the back. We, and they would just watch us. We were like just cracking jokes, like trying to get the teacher to like laugh and like yeah. funny. And yeah. actually we, we cracked them all. Like the parents were laughing, teachers were laughing. We cracked them all. We cracked them all. <laughs> but the teacher did love us. He was a cop. He got to know us very, very well. But yeah, so we graduated from AA. We finished our suspension. We finished our, I don't know how many hours you had to do a community service. For my community service, I had to stay after school and do work in the library, like at the high oh, school. Oh yeah. 
and like the books were already organized and shit so I was that's what I was expecting to do and I was like yeah I love organizing that's perfect and she was like nope she hands me a bottle of Windex I'm like oh sweet I'm gonna clean like I'm good at cleaning she hands me a bottle of Windex and some paper towels and she's like wipe down every single leaf on every single tree in this library and there, that thing was loaded with live plants, so I had to go through with Windex. I'm like, bro, this is a fucking chemical, but okay. <laughs> and I had to wipe down every leaf because it was all dusty. So, Dude, that's shitty. My other one, I worked at a church. Why didn't work? I, well, I guess I did, but they're like building a new church and I had to sweep it because they were doing construction. So it was all like the dust and all that shit or whatever. So I had every single day I had to sweep the entire church. They invited me to church and at the time I was like, nah, I'm good. Thanks though. I'll sweep it for you though. Super funny. On a more positive note for our listeners here, Morgan is going to give us five of her tips for any high schooler, anyone getting out of high school, or anyone that just kind of resonates with any of this. Morg, what would you tell your high school self? I would tell her to not take things so serious and that your time in high school is like the smallest part of your life and that nothing in high school will matter. Like nothing. And because I know just being in high school, you think it's literally your entire world you always think like your world is ending and it's absolutely not like it's literally the smallest part of your life and just to be kind and don't be all consumed in the drama and just have fun just have a great time like that's your only time of being free (laughs) of responsibilities and all that stuff so just have like a fun ass time fuck yeah cool so i'm gonna tell my favorite story of me and morgan it's not my absolute favorite but it's one that just like needs to be told what the fuck but <laughs> one of my favorite stories to tell but actually it's not my favorite <laughs> just needs to be told it needs to be heard because it was it was pretty hilarious so sophomore year obviously sophomore year was like we were naughty so we were the definition of zero fucks yeah. we did not fucking care about anything or anyone so it was spring break and we had already started the, the week off with stealing some more the parents alcohol getting up on my roof and like tanning in our bras and like you know we're like doing spring break in mexico or something and we're like dude when we get into college like we got to go to havasu like we got a party you know so we were practicing so you know we were doing just you know doing high school girl shit it was morgan's birthday and we had done i think we went and got ice cream and we were just like cruising town all day that night morgan was feeling not too hot she had allergies super bad so she was having like a hard time breathing and her eyes were super itchy and all the things that come with allergies um so we were laid up in bed it was like i don't know like 9 30 at night we were just watching a movie and we i got a text it's like dude party at Allie's house and Allie like that's my fucking no that's my sis dude like number one girl I'm like yeah we gotta go to Allie's and I'm like looking at Morgan I'm like you ready to go and she's like what do you mean like dude we should sneak out and go because at this point I had never snuck out before but like it's spring break man I'm feeling frisky and so I talk her into it because she's like dude I don't I literally am down. Like I am down and I am out. I was like, no, dude, we're gonna we're gonna make Mind you, I took a Benadryl. Yes. So <laughs> a drowsy Benadryl. So tired. I'm like, no, dude, come on, let's do it. Morgan's bedroom was in the basement and there was like a perfect window to like crawl up out of. Our friend, he comes and picks us up. He well, yeah, he just like drives up close to Morgan Street. We jump out of the window, we get in the car, we go to Allie's house. Have this party. It's fun. 
we get drunk, all the things. And so our friend drives us back to Morgan's house and we drive up and we get out and we run up to the house. I open the window, because I was gonna be the first one that walked in. I open the window and I see a black shadow in the darkness in front of me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden I hear, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, shit, Morgan, your mom, she's right here. I look behind me, Morgan's little ass is booking it up the hill into no man's land. She's literally running through sagebrush to escape from her mother. And I'm like already halfway through the window and I look back and I'm like, dude, get the, like, what the fuck, get back here. Like, she already caught us. Like, you can't fucking leave me. And she's still running. And so I walk in through the window. I'm like, sorry, Tara. And finally Morgan comes fucking creeping back in from the darkness. And we both stand there and Tara was so pissed. She's like, where were you guys? She's like, were you guys drinking? Are you drunk? And we're like, no, like, no, no, no. We were just hanging out. And she's like, let me smell your breath. And I'm like, oh. I'm done. Game over. I literally like <laughs> my drunk ass mouth into her nose. Like, hmm. She goes to Morgan, does the same thing. She's like, hmm. All right. Well, you guys didn't drink. That's all right. She's like, just go to bed. And she she looks at me. She's like, since you guys weren't drinking, uh, you know, I don't think she needs to know about this. And of course, my mom knows now at this point. But that was that story, and it just. It blows my mind to this day that Morgan had the audacity to fucking run away as I was creeping back into her house and leaving me with her mother. Dude, I literally saw my life flash before my eyes when I heard my mother's voice. <laughs> and I was like, I do not want to die tonight, so I'm gonna fucking leave. <laughs> Which is, honestly, that was a smart move, okay. <laughs> But we didn't die. My mom was quite understanding, but now, mom, you now know that we were quite in fact drinking then. I'm gonna ask a question. When was the first time being drunk for you? Okay, so the first time I drank, like actually had a drink, was at Allie's house. And we mixed up all of the puckers because her mom and dad had like a full ass bar. And we were maybe in like, I was in fifth grade, she was in fourth grade. And we're like, dude, let's go. And it was right before the Christmas party. Cause every year they would have like this massive Christmas party and all the adults would get super fucked up. We're like, okay, we made this entire plan that like when all the adults got super drunk, we were gonna go back and make our drink. So we needed to practice our drink before the Christmas party. And so we went back there and we mixed all the puckers. So we had like, cherry pucker apple pucker fucking lemon lime like everything and then we poured sprite in it and we wrote down this recipe we i still have it in this little notebook that me and Allie have that was the first time we drank and then i think we did make the drink at the christmas we definitely weren't drunk but we acted like it you know but the first time I was drunk That's so funny. was with you in your bedroom <laughs> when we mixed Gatorade with peppermint schnapps it tasted like death but we but we were so desperate and just be fucking crazy with peppermint schnapps we just like wanted to party so bad and like our moms would never let us hang out with friends at that age because they knew like that we probably would go crazy so like we were just yeah like we blasted music and i'm sure I, yeah i'm sure every middle school girl like goes does that you know maybe not the yeah school, well and mind you the music that we were listening to like lollipop by lil wade yeah yeah 
freaking cyclone <laughs> doing that at the middle school dances yeah. grinding Honestly- the fact that like my mom tried censoring my music so much was probably i don't know i want to say helpful but not because it's like the music that you listen to definitely influences your behavior dude it honestly does because well i mean my parents never censored it because my parents would always listen to that stuff too like i remember my mom she'd always listen to like to this day she listens to like very sexual music she's like Ew. like she freaking um i don't know if you guys heard that song but that nasty nasty song or that okay so that one song where it was like lick my neck lick my back yeah, yeah dude yeah while i'm in the car and i was like seeing it i'm like lick my neck <laughs> lick my back <laughs> my little my little girl self <laughs> my god and also our parents party the time too that we attended like it was like these parent parental parties and they obviously like had us so they'd bring us too so we were around the party scene growing up all the time and so we just wanted like and it always was so much fun. fun it looked like a great time and so we just wanted to be a part of it we're like honestly talking about this right now like it sounds so <laughs> fucked up but it's also like that's the reality of it and here we are now and we're both 25 we don't really drink i don't really party i don't go to bars like it's not really a party of my lifestyle anymore and like it's because i'm completely burnt out so brooke tell us your five things that you would tell your younger self a couple things i would tell my high school self would be number one be nice to mom and dad and just like really take in that time with your family because like the second you leave it's super hard to reconnect with everyone at the same time and just like absorbing and being really present when you're with your parents like put your phone down mom and dad don't want to hang out with you as you're just like staring at your phone they want to spend quality time with you so also be nice to your teachers because now as an adult and I'm looking at the duties of like a high school teacher, I cannot imagine dealing with a group of 25, 16 year olds. That sounds like absolute hell. And if I could have made that any easier by being just kind, I totally would have. But I was such a dick to my teachers. Like I was such a smart ass all the time. They're doing their best. The next one that I have is reach out to the kids who might need a friend. They just need a friend and if that person can be you you don't have to commit like all of your time to them But recognizing their existence letting them know that you appreciate them or maybe giving them a compliment or asking them to sit with you at lunch It's all very simple things and it could be it could make the world of a difference to just acknowledge a human being Be that person for someone the next thing I have is stop being so cool and (laughs) I was by (laughs) Gary Westwood who is like like the king of cool and yeah, that was dude. like that was his parenting style is like we would ask him for advice we would ask him like or we would do something stupid his only thing he would say i mean not only thing but like his main piece of advice would just be like just be cool don't make any stupid decisions don't act stupid just fucking chill out <laughs> and be cool and that was great advice for a lot of different situations but that became like my personality in high school where I just wanted to do whatever was cool at the time and that sometimes meant like putting my true self on the back burner so just like always be yourself be that weird crazy funny silly self and that just invites other people to do the same 
And then lastly, I have be passionate. That just means like whatever you love doing in high school, maybe that's like drawing or maybe that's painting or singing or dancing, whatever like that hobby that you've always had since you were little, maybe you kind of let that go as you gotten older, but like don't do that. Keep those things around because those are like those are like your pillars in life of like creativity and just stay passionate about the things and the people that you love. Love all those. Those are such great advice. So let's do one last story each. My last story is going to be that one time at basketball practice. And at this time it was preseason or we had just started because we were definitely in our boot camp stage. So at this practice, we had to do this Indian run. So if you don't know what the Indian run is, it's where you are in a single file line with all your team at the edge of the gym and you all start jogging around the perimeter of the gym. And the front person has to sprint around the perimeter of the gym to catch up with us as we're jogging in a single file line. So I hope that I painted the picture good for you guys. But anyways, so before we started, I was like, hey, Miss Streeter, can I go use the restroom? And she was like, no, get in the single file line. And I was like, I really have to go pee. And she was like, no, we need to go. And so we get in a single file line and we start going. These girls in front of me start sprinting, catching up. So it's my turn now. I start sprinting. But I couldn't sprint as fast because at the same fucking time, I was holding in my pee. And it felt like I was taking forever just to catch up. And I just like wanted to get this done and over with. So I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. So I just started pissing myself. I just let it go, dude. I let it go. I pissed myself. And I just started sprinting as fast as I can. And I'm like, I'm peeing myself. And Strader's like, what? I'm like, I told you how to pee. And then like, I finally caught up. And then after, we had to do a scrimmage with the boys on the other varsity team. And they're like, watch out. Morgan's like full of piss because she just pissed herself. <laughs> dude, you got to do what you got to do. I'm dedicated, dude. So for my last story, I want to just take it way the fuck back to not middle school, not high school, not elementary school, but where it all began in kindergarten. <laughs> Me and Morgan were were destined to be friends from the first day of kindergarten. We were sat next to each other. We were both super shy, so we needed an instance like this to bring us together. Um, Sitting at our table was me, Morgan, a girl named Samantha Redsloff. So wherever you are, Samantha, shout out, because you kind of, I guess, sparked this this friendship. So our teacher, her name was Mrs. Oliphant. She was very sweet, very nice. And, you know, in kindergarten, all the tables are super close together. And when the teacher is like trying to help the students, she's bending over. And it just so happened that she always bent over right in front of Morgan. So Morgan always had Mrs. Oliphant's ass in her face. And it was quite nice. What a view. (laughs) And so Samantha Redsloff one day, Double dog dared Morgan to slap Mrs. Oliphant's ass when she bent over. And mind you, okay, Samantha Retzloff at this time was kindergarten Regina George. So let's get to the juicy stuff. She double dog dares Morgan to slap the ass. The next time Mrs. Oliphant bends over, Morgan just slaps that ass so fucking hard 
and tell, <laughs> tell everyone what happened. If you know me, I like a good competition. I like a good double dog dare. So of course I was all for it. And instantly just put my head down. And she got up. I was like, put my head down. I was like trying to hide myself. I was so embarrassed. And she got up and was like, who did that? And every one of those motherfuckers pointed at me. <laughs> no one had my back. So of course I got sent to the principal's office so that was the foundation that definitely planted the seed all right guys well that wraps up another episode for with love conversations we plan on doing episodes like this a whole lot more because let's be honest this is us like you just totally took a dive into our past and our friendship and we want to thank you for listening along if you made it this far thank you all for listening and remember take care of your three homes your mind body and earth Love ya.